Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, the fellow with the Gruffalo-like voice, Andy Goldstein. And what a show we've got coming up for you on this podcast that costs you nothing. So even if at the end of it you go, we talk about what shows rubbish, cost you nothing, who cares? We begin, of course, after a quite bonkers night in the Carabao Cup. And I am obviously referring to the game at Anfield, which, well, it's still going on as I'm talking to you. But it finished, my guess is 15 all. But either way, it was a crazy night there. And a big night between Villa and Wolves and obviously Chelsea United. So these are just some of the calls we had on the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. Jones with a three-pace run-up. In off the post. What a night for Liverpool. They've won 5-4 on penalties. Well, Sam, good evening. Good evening, how are you? I'm OK, how are you? Not good, not, not good after tonight. Why? Emery needs to go. Why the hell did he take Ozil off, the best player on the pitch? Yeah, uh, well, none of us really know why he took Ozil off, does he? And, and why does he not involve him ever? I mean, he's... he's well, uh, why, why, uh, play, why play him tonight and take him off? Yeah, at 60 minutes, and I bet he won't be on the at the game at Wolves. Yeah, I mean, well, well, we'll see. I mean, I I hope he is. I mean, I thought his performance today did enough, and he should be in the 11. He should definitely be in the 18. Sam, I don't know what you think. If he's not starting, he should definitely be on the bench. Here is that knuckleball. He like to that. the corner with a fantastic effort from Rashford. What a stunning goal! What a fantastic free kick. Too far out. You're having a laugh. Uh, let's take some more calls, shall we? Oh, no, hold on. We can go live to the Mooses at the bridge. He's got Frank Lampard. Moose, over to you. Frank, first of all, you scored some wonderful goals in your career. Um, to lose tonight to that free kick? Well, it, it was incredible. It was an incredible uh, strike. We know we know that Marcus Rashford can do that. Uh, maybe they don't always come off, but he has a great technique to be able to hit a ball that moves him, moved in a lot of directions with a lot of speed. So, Sometimes you have to hold your hands up for the moment and uh, there was nothing we could do about it. Mom. I think I know how a Frank Lampard team should play when it, you're enjoying it. I didn't think you enjoyed the first half, but you must have the second. Yeah, the first half, I thought both. I mean, Man United were very disciplined in the way they played. Five defenders, it was quite clear how they were going to set up from their team selection and um, and they did it well, but we didn't make it hard for them. We, let, we allowed them to defend what was in front of them. We moved the ball too slowly. Uh, we weren't, the movement wasn't. We weren't breaking the lines. It was. It was easy for them, and they didn't create much. Neither did we, and they get the penalty. So I didn't. But I. I love, was it a penalty? Uh, I, I haven't seen it back. It wasn't worth it. VAR is not around, so whether it's right or wrong, it's done. So I, I haven't seen it. I felt like it probably was at the time. I don't know. Um, but the second half, some of the stuff we played, I loved. Some of the midfield combinations and the fact we had more energy and we're creating down the sides um, was stuff that I want to see. So in the big picture. 
you have to look at we're in a lot of competitions with giving a lot of input into you know Ajax away last week go up to Burnley a couple of days later uh, I had to make changes Manchester United didn't make so many changes we have to put perspective I don't want to lose a game we must respect Manchester United they're a good team um, and they go into the next round but um, we must move on we must m- use it as a another challenge we've had seven challenges recently that we've, we've got over seven wins now there's a little challenge can we carry on at Watford as we've been now, of course, there was massive news here in the cricket world that affected our very own Darren Goff. Yep, he's been called to New Zealand as England's bowling consultant, which basically means they phone him up and go, Goffy, we need some advice. And he'll go, hit ball harder. And that's it. He gets about 300 grand a year just for advice like that. Anyway, this is Goffy talking about the big news and, of course, his brand new conservatory that will start being built mid-July. When you go into any... Anything, especially coaching, especially management, the best thing to do to start with is watch. Watch. Uh, watch how they train, watch how they perform, um, look at them technically. But you really don't want to be bothering too much about their technique. Most of these guys know their game inside out from when they started. They've been professionals at their cricket clubs for a few years now, a lot of them. The youngest in the group is Archer, who's been around the world now playing cricket. Saki Mahmood uh, is coming from Lancashire. He knows his game now, technically knows what he needs to work on. Um, and my idea is to chat to his coaches at Lancashire and just make sure he's going through the process doing the right things, getting him in the right frame of mind, helping him with my experience of playing in New Zealand and game plans. So yes, coaching is involved, but it has to come from the player that I think when you're there for a short period of time to just jump in. I've seen coaches do that in the past. They come in and they feel as though they have to do something straight away. You know what I mean? Oh, change this, change that, change that. Why would you do that? Can you imagine Muller Ithrin? How would he have ever played 20 years of international cricket? Can you imagine uh, Kevin Peterson, the way he used to bat and, and that stuff? So the best thing is to watch. Um, and if they come to you and ask you a question, um, give them an honest answer. But I think it's mainly about picking game plans, working batsmen out, uh, situations of the game, in-game management and stuff like that. So, specifically bowling, right? Um, yes, uh, but obviously there's a one-day series going on when I get out there. Uh, so, originally, I'll be with the test team. I think there's 11 players going out for the tests who are not in the one-dayers. Okay. Some have been rested. And I'll be alongside Graham Thorpe for, I think, five days, six days. Just me and him with the test team and then we'll be joined obviously after they finish the one day series on the 11th by the head coach Chris Silverwood and I think it's Paul Collingwood as well okay so I mean you'll be working with bowlers like like Archer who's been mentioned oh, yeah, Stokes Broad Anderson I think Wokes is in the T20s so it'll be Stokes um, who's flown out actually yesterday but I think he's going to visit his family isn't he in Christchurch I don't know if he's playing in the T20s or he's playing in the last two or something um, I, I haven't looked into that yet but yep Archer Broad who's already sent me a message which was really nice uh, for someone who's as good a bowler as he's been over the years so many wickets so uh, I'm looking forward to working with these guys you know because I've, been, I've watched them for many many years um, last year commentating for TalkSport give you an opportunity to back into cricket and seeing these guys really up close and seeing how they work and at times I had to be critical of the bowlers but they always come to you and ask you so that shows you there's a respect there and I think that's one of the reasons when you think about it I'm still working in the media I've still got a daily sports show I'm a commentator and they still ask me to go out there as a consultant I, I 
consider it a huge honour. I mean, I, I can't imagine that being something that happens too regularly in, in sport. I think Gary Neville did a little bit during the World Cup. Mm. But other than that, I'm, I can't think of anybody else. It's something that needs to be answered. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about preparation with a modern-day cricketer now with the amount of T20 cricket to play. Test cricket seems to be shoved to the back of the queue and there's, there's a lack of preparation. We have picked the wrong team two tests in a row. Right? We have seen, it's quite obvious on this pitch, but we've lacked that tall baller. We've lacked that natural pace. Broad got left out in Barbados. He's been the best bowler. Hang on, here. Hang on. why have we picked the wrong team here? Who would you have had in the side here? Well, we wouldn't have had Sam Cannon. I would have said Mark Wood. We had to have a pacing. That's the only thing that's been lacking from our team. And Mark Wood's our quickest bowler. Without a doubt, there's not even a competition. And of course, a reminder, you can hear full exclusive commentary of the South African tour Live on TalkSport 2 on Boxing Day. Rather than, of course, spend it with your friends and family and open up for your other presents and drink wine. No, 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 no. Tell them all to get stuffed, quite literally, because I want to listen to TalkSport 2. Now we can head off to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show where Ali McQuist was having his say on Granite Xhaka and there was no Alan again. It was Max rushing out of the room when you hear his voice. See ya! I had a whole stand sing- singing... Tell me where to go in my first year at Rangers. Whole stand from Rangers fans. Rangers fans. Tell me okay. where. And how did that make you feel? Determined. 100% determined. Devastated at the same time. Yeah. Oh, devastated. I remember breaking my heart, actually. I was unbelievably upset. But it made me determined. With the greatest respect, if that happened in the street, these people would be arrested for mm. some of the things that, that they say and mm-hmm. the abuse and the... The language and things like that. So, but it has gone to the territory for so long. That's fine. It's, it's, it's become, whether we like it or not, there has been an acceptance from players and from other supporters round about. I hate it. I'm Alan Brazil, and this is Talk Sport Daily. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, 
Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now back to the famous Gin John Drive alongside the world-class cricketer. Yes, I am, of course, talking about Elton John and Freddie Flintoff. This is them talking about Jose Mourinho and how he would be the perfect fit at Arsenal. Although I can't see him going. Why's that? Because I guess that's why they call it. No, fine. Leave it then. Wherever Jose goes, he will give you a trophy, mm-hmm. but he leaves a trail of destruction behind him. Well, he creates a siege mentality as well. Uh, all those clubs he's been at, Inter Milan and Chelsea... Um, the players all love him to start with. Yeah, and Virgil and Kundi, yeah, he, he can make things happen pretty quickly. It gets to three years. Who's bothered? If he's only at your club, realistically now, manager, do, do you, does many people out there expect a manager at their club in the Premier League to be longer than their three to be there longer than three years. Yes, it's happening. We've seen it with quite a few managers, but realistically, they're really elite. It's about winning now. It's about winning stuff. It's about qualifying for Champions League or whatever it may be. So, if he gets there and he's there three years and he wins you a title or he wins you a couple of cups or you, you qualify the Champions League and get to the quarterfinals, semifinals, he's done his job, hasn't he? Mm. Well, I think that, that he said, <laughs> Cundy in the clip said he leaves a trail of destruction. Well, well Chelsea have kept winning. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Gus Hiddink came in uh, for a brief spell. It was six months, wasn't it? Then the following season, Chelsea won the title. So that trail of destruction, yeah, I understand what he means, and at the time, it, it all seemed like it was completely broken, but it fixed itself pretty quick. It wasn't like he left no foundations whatsoever. He left a very good team with some very good players. They were just in disarray for a temporary period, and then hmm. they went and won the title. So I don't think it's as bad as the picture he's painting. So listen, of all that, that's that's uh, that's five clubs we've talked about there: Spurs, Arsenal, Everton, West Ham, Newcastle. You're talking about a quarter of the Premier League who all may well benefit from Jose Mourinho being their next manager. And he apparently wants another Premier League job. Just very quickly, Darren, what do you reckon of these? There's loads of Arsenal fans saying, well, he's, I can't, there was, the, oh, there was a rivalry with Chelsea. That. He said bad things about Arsenal in the past. He said Wenger was a voyeur and oh, all that. So what? He's going to say that. He protects, he creates that mentality. Everybody hates his mentality. Surely. People can't see beyond that. If he were to join Arsenal, he would love that football club. And he would try and make them great again because they're not great at the moment. They've Let's got be long honest memories, about it. these Arsenal fans. Yeah. Arsenal is a big club. It's a big club. It's had great history. It needs someone to ignite that passion back amongst the fans. Yes, the fans are sitting there and I say, we don't want Mourinho. We don't want Mourinho. We saw football who were playing at Man United. Look at where Manchester United were. He, he finished with that team. Just think about this for a moment. Second. They won Europa League with that team. What about the style of football, though? Well, the style of football, he got the results done immediately. And he didn't get the players want he wanted to take it to another level. And that's what you're saying about he went to see, uh, he got to see Daniel Levy. He didn't get the players he wanted. He shut down. Yeah. So if you get Mourinho, you have to be willing to roll with him. You have to trust him, give him what he wants, give him the players he wants, and he'll make you better. Mm. If you don't, it'll all fall, fall to bits. Time now for our first check-in with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. They had Clinton Morrison on the show and he was saying UEFA should have banned Bulgaria for two years. 
UEFA had a, an absolute God-given opportunity here to hammer Bulgaria and say, any other nation of supporters who are thinking about following suit, watch it, because look what we did to UEFA. Alexander Seferin, the UEFA president, I, I think should be hung out to dry here. I agree with you. I agree. I totally agree with you. Listen, uh, this is difficult because I don't care what people want to say or think about me. I'll tell you how it is, and I've always been like that. See this situation. Love you. See this situation with UEFA. I didn't expect anything else, and no, I don't think anyone else expected. I didn't expect them to ban Bulgaria. I didn't expect them to give them a two-year ban because it just sums up how UEFA are at the moment. They go and ban. They don't go and give a massive fine to Nicholas Betner for wearing the wrong logo on his shorts, but they fine on Bulgaria sixty-four grand, and they give them. It's only a one-game ban. The suspended one, yeah, that doesn't that even matter. You might as yeah. well say it's just a one-game ban. Why not ban them for two years? Stadium ban for two years. Why not ban them for two, two years and, and then just say, that's it. We'll ban you and lay down a marker. And then yeah. everyone and all the, the black players and that and everyone around will look and take notice and say, UEFA have done a good deed there. But it's not. And it's the same thing we're harping on to time and time again. When is this going to stop? The more... I come on here and talk about it. The more black players come on here and talk about it. People need educating. It's the same thing. They keep doing it and doing it. The more we speak about it, the more people think it's all right yeah, to do it. Yeah. And it's not just UEFA. The FA need to do something as well. And the Yeovil game and the cup game, the Harrogate game, the, the manager just speaks about it. That's embarrassing. You go in, I said to Natalie a minute ago, ago off air, one day a player's going to react and they're going to end up jumping over her and having a scrap with someone in, in the stadium and it could all go off and people being hurt and you've got all kids there. It's a society thing. People need ed, um, educating. I look at UEFA and I wonder on that board, is there any black people on that? I'm, I'm trying to ask myself this, Jim. Is there any black people? Because they must look now and think, is that is that all right? Is that fine all right? That fine's nowhere near all right. I feel sorry for all the black players now. I've I've not playing no more. But when I was playing, it was the same with me. I got abu racially abused. I didn't speak out as much as the players that are doing that now. But I feel sorry for the black players now yeah. that have to go over and on the, to that pitch and they're gonna get racially abused because it's not gonna get any better. It's gonna get worse. Would you boycott Bulgaria from I'd, this point onwards? Would I boycott going, going to Bulgaria to play? What to play? Well, that, that's a that's a difficult one, obviously, to boycott going to play there. Sometimes you have to go, say if you've got Europe, you have to go and play. But they should have banned them. Just give it, give the, yeah. the... Listen, it's not the players. It's not the players at all. It's the fans. So ban, give them a stadium so the fans can't come in and play. Time now to head back to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. No Alan, as I mentioned. Uh, what's his name was in his place? You know, that fellow that's on everywhere. Oh, no, sorry, he's on nothing at all, apart from this show. Max Rushton. Anyway, Chris Robshaw was saying that every minute of the last four years has been a build-up to Saturday for Eddie Jones. He always said when he came in, judge me on the World Cup. I'm going to tinker with things until we get there. And for him, he is at <clears throat> between... We would go in one camp, say our autumn campaign, train one way. We would then go into the following camp in our Six Nations, train a completely different way. Go on a summer tour, train a completely different way again. Training methods, techniques, uh, scheduling... Um, so that he can get the best out of us. So in between the camps, he always wants to learn. He's always studying different people. So he went to the Tour de France, probably the hardest endurance event in the world, or one of them, cycling 100 plus miles a day for three weeks. And he thought, if they're doing this, what's their recovery process? So he would go away and bring that recovery process back to us. He went to um, Bayern Munich when Pep Guardiola was there and saw the intensity in which they trained every single day and his ability to push his players time and time again. And he brought that back and he kind of brings all these methods and madnesses back and kind of puts it into his structure and how he wants to get the best out of people. 
Back now to Elton John on Drive, and this is Elton on rugby league legend Sam Burgess's retirement. And, of course, a special treat for all you big Elton John fans, an extra on the end of this that appears on none of his albums. The best English rugby league player to play in Australia ever. Best English rugby league player for a generation at least. He was an all-action powerhouse loose mm. forward. Uh, I'd say one of Yorkshire... I was, I was talking about, to you about this earlier. One of Yorkshire and England's finest ever sportsmen. With, and you might look at the international record with England in terms of rugby league and say, well, he didn't win anything. Uh, he didn't have anybody around him. I mean, he dragged players up to a level beyond their capabilities, without a doubt. Um, but as he's from... Glad Jimsbury, you've said that. What? Because, like I say, often we judge sportsmen on what they win. Mm. And when he's been with England, he wasn't part of a successful team. He was a successful individual, a very good player, but he just played in the wrong era. Do you know what? There was, there was a moment when... Uh, the World Cup uh, was in England and England were winning the semi-final and Kevin Sinfield had a rush of blood to the head uh, made a massive error in the final 30 seconds conceded a try England but for that would have gone through to the final and who knows that was the moment and it the error was nothing to do with Sam Burgess who was on that day truly sensational but Sam Burgess retiring we wish him all the best in retirement and I want to celebrate his career because he has been absolutely brilliant but when he was being blamed for England going out of the World Cup four years ago I did this song don't blame it on the head coach don't blame it on the back row don't blame it on the headphones blame it on the Burgess don't blame it on the Farrell. Don't blame it on the Haskell. Don't blame it on the Dan Cole. Blame it on the Burgess. <laughs> oh, an absolute I banger. I that. It was good. June. That's one of my best. Am I doing the album this Christmas? Time now for the best bits of the sports bar. You heard the phone calls earlier on. They were great bits. Here are some of the best bits. Where, of course, there was no fun boy alongside me. I had the wonderful Gary O'Neill. This is him, me, and lots of you. Right, so humans, well, us people, we're never going to know if aliens exist, right? Well, that's not strictly Uh, true. So if we could find out if they actually exist, meant you would have to be abducted, would you do it? Um, Would we survive the abduction? Yeah, you've just got to go through the normal probing and all of that. So they just bring you back afterwards? The normal probing? After whatever it is that they do to you, yeah. Yeah. Gary, would you do that? Yeah, I'd have a go, yeah. Sounds like an adventure, yeah. <laughs> you could have a go. <laughs> Brent, would you be up for a bit of probing, Brent? Oh, depends if I can probe them back, I suppose. Okay. Do you think there is life right. out there? There's too much stuff out there for us to not be the only ones here, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is too much stuff out there, yeah. Okay, cheers, Brent. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. And I think you'll find, I said right at the very beginning of this one, it was one of the best. And yes, it was okay. But what can you do with the tools you're given? Anyway, I'll be back for more of the same from 10pm tonight. In the meantime, thanks for downloading. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. 
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.